Are you okay? I'm about to sneeze. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to like throw up. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Industry Sunday with your hosts, Jake Levan and Kennedy Novi. Welcome back. We're glad to have you. Jake. Our one fan. <laughs> yeah, we have like 10 fans out there. No, I'm kidding. Um, this is our first episode we're recording after we launched the first episode. So we're really excited. Um, things are starting to fall into place and make more sense. Before we were just talking to um, a cloud and now we're talking to you guys. So exciting. Yeah, this is guys actually really cool when you put it that way because I'm just sick of staring at you now. I can I pretend know. I'm just going to put different faces on you when now I'm you can talking. All of our followers. Um, <laughs> we definitely, the first episode had a lot more downloads than we expected. It actually put us in the first, the top 10% of podcasts. Are you okay? I'm about to sneeze. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to like throw up. <laughs> no, no, no. I just had to sneeze. No, yeah. Yeah. The first podcast, yeah, we had hit the threshold of being in the top 10% of podcasts in our first week of launching, which is kind of unbelievable to think about. It really is. It's not too bad for two girls with no talent, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I have, I'm talented in some ways. (laughs) It's just not the We're the first podcast of our kind. So it's really like heartening to see all these people who have like reached out and said, Hey, like I've been in, like people who don't even know too. Like they've said, like I've been in the industry for this many years. I've always wanted to hear a podcast about what I go through. I've had even people who work in the um, like public service community, like police officers. I've had people that work really? like, in schools. Yeah, they've messaged me and they've said like, we love it. it. Like we deal with people too. Not the same as like service industry, but like still we it. have, yeah. And like, they still deal with people like we do. I bet like retail workers, like all of them can really relate. Oh my God. I worked at Walgreens for a total of a month before I got, <laughs> oh, I remember that we mutually parted. We both worked at McDonald's when we were kids. Retail work and fucking take a hike. That was horrible. Oh, that McDonald's drive through people are like, it's kind of like people online. They're just the same way through a drive through. Cause they only see you for like 10 seconds, but I definitely, had somebody smash a, a burger patty with ketchup on it into my hand once. Ew! Fuck that bitter old man. He's the sucks. one that you gave him, or did he bring his own patty? Yeah, he said no ketchup, so he took the fucking bun, the top bun off with the burger, and put it in, slapped it into my fucking. You're hand. like, can I give you the McDonald's handbook where it says, um, "It was fucking the cashiers don't handle food." It was like I wouldn't cook your burger. It was like ten thirty in the morning. I'm like, bro. <laughs> First of all, our, our breakfast menu just ended. Yeah, I was like, I don't even know what the fuck we got going on. You're I lucky didn't, to even be here. I was like, I didn't even take the order. I just passed it off to you in the fucking window. And that was the end of my McDonald's yeah. career, which lasted another total month. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, as, well, as far as the podcast, it's been really good. Uh, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, we have seen. I mean, I've gotten screenshots of people. People that I, you know, I don't have no idea. Like I've never met. They've never heard of them. Um, posting our podcast on like big um, social media sites and like yeah, groups. Yeah, we got put in a Chicago industry Facebook group. Thought that was really cool. Yeah. Shout out to Almendra. She's the one who posted it. She's you know who person. she is? I do now. No, I'm kidding. I've known her for a while. But she um, listened randomly. And like, there's been like, a lot of other people, too, that I never thought would listen. Like Older people, like people my parents' age have been listening. Like a lot yeah. of, Obviously, family and friends are listening. My mom's like, co-workers are listening. And Wait, I'm really? Like, I'm like, God damn That's it. So Kim. I'm like, Kim, turn it off right now. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is that I, that's cool for us is like we can see where people are listening from 
And my favorite part is like everyone, mostly everyone's in America right now, but we have one listener in Brussels, Belgium. We see you, sir. Whoever we have some you people are. in China. We have some people in South America. Really? Is that, yeah. that must be new. I'm going to have to, yeah. It's, I need to it's, look again. Uh, it's pretty universal now. Really? Since, since we hit. I mean, now that we're on to episode three that's been published. Wow. It's, it's out I there. I saw yeah. one person in um, Albania. It was one person listening <laughs> from Albania. All I can think about is that TikTok. Like, Albania. <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of positive feedback. We've had a lot of messages. Everybody's been really supportive and nice. I yeah. did, did get one less than five star review I saw on Spotify. I noticed that. We have 4.8 stars now. Yeah, I don't know I who, who. Who are you? Probably somebody bitched out drunk at a bar but yeah okay. or maybe it's don't hold know, a grudge baby. maybe it's famous dave's baby i'm us. sorry I, I apologize i didn't mean what i said <laughs> <laughs> it's somebody that didn't you didn't match back on hinge right they didn't get a gift at my restaurant when i worked there yeah seriously um all right well uh I, we both had pretty eventful weeks i just got back from key west so i have a lot of things to tell you about that but i didn't do what anything. did you do I just worked. <laughs> That's about it. I don't know why you're speaking, but my week was not eventful. Okay, so I guess I can talk about mine. Yeah, my I was like, what did I do? Nothing. Yeah. Literally, no, I just well, worked. Well, it's good because I have enough stories <laughs> for the both of us. So. Yeah, I want to hear all about it. Um. So yeah, I just got back from Key West. Next week, I'm going to on a road trip on Route 66. So I'm sure in the next episode, I'll have a lot of stories about that too. But I was in Key West for six days and it's mile zero. So it's where the interstate starts. And it's funny because next week I'll be in LA, which is where the interstate ends. So it's like a full oh. America road trip right there. But um, no, it was a lot of fun. It's like everything you expect it to be. There's chickens that are wild everywhere and they they crow at the same time or whatever you call it. Like um Squawk? I don't know. Caw. Caw. I don't know what the fuck. They just make uh, noise. Uh, uh, I've always wanted a pet chicken, low key. Yeah. Pet Wait. chicken, a pet raccoon. Just a barnyard. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. No, but um, one of my favorite things that I I saw from industry people there, like, um, I made it a point to go and talk to all the servers and bartenders we had, and just kind of like get a feel for what industry is like down there. And you can tell that people have their regulars and people have their tourists that they are annoyed of. And like, I found myself telling everyone that I was an industry worker just so they didn't hate me. <laughs> but there was one place we oh, went but to. But that's the worst thing is when you are in the industry and someone's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, I worked in the industry and they leave you some buck ass. I know, tip, but like I do it and I leave a good 8%. tip. But little like, do they know. Well, don't I'm just, ever say you work in the industry again. I'm just gathering research for a podcast, but I'm also, I'm not going to add that in because that's even more worse. That's even worse. Like also, so uh, question: Were people just like rolling up on their golf carts to these? Oh, like- everywhere and biking. <laughs> you know how many bike accidents I saw down there? Like drunk people biking that just like fell over in the so, middle of the street. Oh, uh, old people? No, old people. I did like one up old person's fall, but that was unrelated. Oh my god! Yeah, no, it was. There's one time I was biking, and this woman. I was on the sidewalk, and this woman was biking in the street, and there was a parked car like at the stoplight, and she ran her bike into the back of the parked parked car. So like in the people, it was a golf cart. Actually, it wasn't even a real car. It was a golf like cart. A, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd be like, are you? I'd be first of all, especially if I was one on the bike, I'd be so embarrassed. Oh yeah, she no, she was passed out. She was on a. <laughs> she, she was I unconscious. Think she fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah, but we st- we stopped our bikes obviously, and there was a ton of people coming to help. But we just like watched because there were too many people around her to begin with. But um, she eventually got up, and some deodorant fell out of her pocket, which was weird. I don't know why that was in her front jeans pocket, but 
No, see, she was when, fine. When she I see fine. stuff like that happen, I will not run over. I will, first of all, un- un- if unless- If it's close enough to me, I'll run over, but if there's other people there, I'm not going to add no, to the drama. I'm not add- I will not add to it, A, and B, if, as long as it doesn't look too serious, I'll try to just pretend like I just didn't see it at all. No. Like, I'll just be like, do-do-do. Like, well, I didn't thing see about a thing. The funny thing, because we also saw someone wreck his moped- driving down the street at like 2 a.m. We were sitting in this balcony from this bar and watched someone crash a moped. He was clearly drunk. And all these like pedestrians ran over and were helping him and they pulled the moped off the street and hit it behind a building and then called an Uber for him to go home. So, the, And my consensus is because after the bike accident we witnessed, uh, this woman's laying there and then a, a driver passed by. <laughs> She's like, has anyone called 911? Like, should I call the, the police or whatever? And everyone was like, no, 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 she's fine. She's, she's fine. fine. Just so I, walk it off. I think the consensus is that most people that are down there are like snowbirds, like older, you know, retired or, you know, there was very few people my age down there. But I think the general idea is if they're not like gravely injured, we don't call the cops because everyone's driving drunk. Allegedly. Yeah, first, second of all, second of all, yeah. if, if do not ever call an ambulance for me. I will not be paying that <laughs> fucking bill. There's no way. If I see an ambulance roll up, I'm gonna be like, no, 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 you gotta go. Like, I'll walk myself before I, I yeah. get in this and have like a ten thousand dollar bill. It's so expensive. It's the worst Uber ride of your life. I'm like, can you call me an Uber Black? I'll just, just sit in the back. Drag me behind put a me car. In the SUV. <laughs> put me in a trunk. But do not ever put me in an ambulance. Well, it's just funny because like these people definitely should have gone to the hospital. But whatever. I Shout mean, it's out also to American us. Healthcare for that. Thank I don't you. know how their hospitals are down there i can't imagine they're like very well equipped for a lot of emergencies they should be but i don't know i feel like you probably have to go back over the go to the mainland yeah to like miami or something (laughs) no but it was it was a good time all the bartenders were um pretty young and they all seemed really happy one that i spoke to at this pool bar right on the beach um she told me that she was from the midwest and she had worked in um, like Minneapolis, LA, Arizona. And then she settled on Key West cause she's like kind of like a retiring bartender essentially. Oh yeah. And she That's said she cool. had been to Chicago. She talked about places she went here. Um, and it's funny cause when you're sitting at a bar like that, especially in like a place where Midwesterners go vacation in, yeah. like everyone at the bar next to me, one guy was like, Hey, I used to live in West loop. And the other guy's like, Hey, I, I, used, I live in Naperville right now. And like people seated next to us and like, we're like, what? Like, what are the odds that all these people are Chicago natives? Just like, old Midwesterners. They're, they're pretty young. They're like 30s, 40s. Did you ask the bartenders if they live in the Keys? No. So I asked her, I'm like, do you live downtown Key West? Because I looked at Zillow. You know, I'm, I was on Zillow so fast down there because I wanted to see if I could afford to live in this beautiful city. Yeah, right. And no, she's like, no, we pretty much all live like off the main island. Like there's a place called Stock Island that a lot of... Um, service industry workers live it's there's nothing there except for like maybe two restaurants and it's called sock island because it's they just have like industry a lot of like probably. ships coming in yeah like most of the unsightly things go there but i mean if you work in key west and you can like party and hang out in key west i don't see any issue with living in like a not so great house you know because you probably would never be home yeah i mean as long as i didn't get taken away in a hurricane i think i'd be pretty chill yeah they surprisingly don't get that many i think but i don't know I think my, my last story probably, because I'll probably think of some later. I didn't really like take note of what I saw too much, but I went to Ernest Hemingway's house, found out he was a G. He's a cool guy. Who's Ernest Hemingway? He's a great American author. He wrote 
I can't, a bunch of books I can't that you don't know Kennedy. about. <laughs> like, well, how many times have I told you I cannot read? No, I've never really read his books or like known much about them until now. Like, I never thought I'd be a big fan, but he was like, kind of like, um, I don't know how to describe him. He just like was really good at swindling people and getting them to think that he was better than he was. And then he like convinced, right. he convinced, he went to Paris and convinced like, picasso to be his friend and like this great like publisher to teach him how to write so people taught him how to write and then he just wrote in his voice and the reason he was so famous is because how he wrote was so conversational and different than other literature writers at the time that that's why he got famous and he was like married like five times and just was like obsessed with the idea of being in love and never wanted to sleep alone so if one wife started to hate him he would just date someone new and divorce and get married again within like a month sounds like he was ahead of his time yeah oh yeah he no. should be living in this century acting like that yeah and the one cool thing is i'll give a key west shout out to um sloppy joe's and captain tony's captain tony's is where sloppy joe's the original one was that's where ernest hemingway hung out every day and he he went to that bar so often that he stole the urinal from the bathroom and put it in a, his Stop. backyard and made it into a fountain yeah wait so sloppy joe's originated in Key West? Not the, not the dish, just the rest. Like It's oh. a, a bar name. Oh, okay. Because the, the like, owner's name was Joe. He was like a captain of a fishing boat or something. And then Captain Tony took over the original Sloppy Joe's. I need to see a picture of this urinal. I'm going, I'll, I took a picture for you. I'll put it on the Instagram. But it's, yeah, his, his wife was so mad that he brought home this gross urinal from a gross like dive bar that she like put like tiles on it and like built a little fountain over it. So it looks really cute in the that backyard. sounds like now. the most Floridian... <laughs> thing i've ever heard like just put just glue some shells on it and it will look cute in the house it's a fucking urinal karen <laughs> she's like let me just paint some cute she's little like, stripes on why it you give the kids some finger paint they can like put their art on it like, like i'll put a sand dollar on it it'll look great like that's no. all it needs he's like enough of my money went down this drain i'm taking this urinal home with me and like his friends and him helped him walk it back to his house this is so funny. just like water just like spurting out the wall no, it's in the backyard, so they built like a little spout over the top of it, so it falls on a rock and then falls into no, the No, like when it came out of the wall. In the oh, I don't know. Not, I think uh, that he was friends with the owner so well that he probably turned off the water just so Ernest Hemingway could take it off the wall. I imagine. I hope so. Otherwise, maybe that's why he, didn't, just, he stopped going there. I don't I'm know. dumbfounded by like the, the things people um, just think about doing. Well, he was Ernest fucking Hemingway. He, was, he could do whatever he wanted. But another cool thing is that this bar was so, and Ernest Hemingway was such a prominent person that like, uh, like President Truman went there, President Kennedy went there, um, Muhammad Ali, um, oh my gosh, there was so Bob Dylan was there, Prince, and they painted all the bar stools with the names of the people who had sat in that spot, and they the ones that people like to steal the most, they hang from the ceiling, so you can't steal them. <laughs> but it's so, That's and there's even a gravestone in this bar. Like this, this whole island was built on top of like was built up so fast that they literally had to build bars over graveyards and that's and you have to you can't be buried in key west unless you are born there it's a birthright really yeah manager at sloppy joe's told me that i asked him jeez that, how much do i gotta pay to be buried so in that many mausoleum? rules to the to yeah key west. well it's like it's very small you can bike around the whole thing in like an hour but it's wonderful like there's so much in a small space it's like a disney world for adults it's like vegas but cheaper and there's no gambling. Really? really. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm going to have to check out Key West. You got to come back with me. Uh, apparently the gay scene there used to be really big, but now I don't know if I saw the right places, but. I was going to say, I thought it was just all old people. 
I think it it's like an older generation. The yeah. old gays. I don't know. It might be, yeah. But they were a lot of fun. I, I went there for my birthday. I went to a drag show. It was wonderful. Sugar Daddy Rome, too. I'm just kidding. Sugar Daddy Rome. <laughs> Ernest Hemingway Rome. Um, all right. Well, I guess I kind of want to start off the first episode with our first user-submitted story. Should we say her name? Did I tell you who it is? I know who it is. But... Uh, Should we give maybe her first name? Just the first name. I think her first name is fine. Okay. Our friend Jess submitted this story. Do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it? Yeah, can you see it? I got. I told you I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you to the test now. So, beginning quote. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make it through without laughing. But go ahead. <laughs> so I worked with a girl named Angelica. And at the time this all happened, she was about 18. She was dating this Indian dude we worked with that's also a server and bitch... He's 58 years old. (laughs) Fuck. You're familiar with that. Period. (laughs) So we got a new manager and his name was Dave. And he was going through a sloppy ass divorce and he was 38. So him and my 18 year old coworker were literally fucking on break in the parking lot in the car. Even when her boyfriend was working the same shift. Like, damn, you can't even... Hold on, sorry. I'm cutting. You can't wait. You can't... Yeah, like, what? Okay, anyways, back to it. I lost my place. The manager she was fucking actually ended up going to jail for domestic assault against his sister. What? (laughs) So they cut off their friends with benefits. Yeah, I I can't make this shit up. (laughs) You know Applebee's is a fucking dumpster fire. Should we cut End out quote. the name of the restaurant? No. <laughs> God, no. It's Applebee's. They love hearing about that. Really? You think so? I took, Applebee's was in I, was my first drive. I know. We talked about There's this. never a lack of excitement in Applebee's. I love it. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you Were you there for this story or is this a new one? No, this is new. So I, I mean, I understand they probably can't be friends with benefits because he's A in jail, but I wonder if they're like still pen pals. Yeah, I don't know. That's a big thing. People falling in love with like, convicts they, online. Yeah. yeah, do they write each other letters and still? Or like, well, she's like, obviously, like, is it because she was upset that he went to jail for that, or is it just because like they had to because he's physically not around? So anymore? the eighteen was dating a fifty-eight-year-old while also and then having on him. sex with the thirty-eight-year-old manager. That's. I feel bad for her. I wonder what her life is like. I'm wondering, did the manager have a girlfriend? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. We should ask our like, user. Wh- like, who someone got left out of this and is this, this isn't fair to them <laughs> no I, I i don't know i imagine no yeah because wait because yeah so the boyfriend the manager no wait no hold on <laughs> the manager had a girlfriend but he yeah. domestically assaulted her was also cheating with her on the 18 year old who also had the 58 year old no he boyfriend. domestically assaulted his sister oh <laughs> it, could, it might be his girlfriend <laughs> no. it could be both no the two aren't necessarily like not interchangeable but yeah i mean I don't know. you would prefer it not to be but you never know it's that's ever- illegal here maybe in another is it planet yeah it's super illegal i mean i it's not like I something think. i look up often um <laughs> often <laughs> <laughs> it's not like something i think like, about usually i just look for videos no i <laughs> so i'm like I'm just like trying to grasp the, yeah. everything that was in such a small paragraph. It was a lot, yeah. Well, I mean, the the whole like it, like relationships in the workplace is definitely like something that happens, but like it's pretty rare that they're this messed up. 
I mean, I guess sometimes you have like drama that is, that comes with that, especially when you have like an industry where people are like going out together and like hang, they're all usually friends. Like you're gonna see this, but oh, like, it's, I just rumors spread like wildfire. Every restaurant. restaurant, every restaurant. I thought it was just like because when I was in college, that was a huge thing at the college bar I worked at, but I didn't know that it like transcends time girl, and no. space and age. And you could have a seven year old server. And she, she would be talking mad shit. Oh like, yeah. They're Damn, worse. Okay, Linda. Yeah. Like leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, you got the tea. She's like, yeah, I work over this place for four years. She's like, I'm an expert <laughs> at it by now. <laughs> I'm just wondering like in the Applebee's parking lot, like that shit's well lit. Yeah. Was it during the day? Like I, are the tint like well, you have tinted like, windows like it's not you even just like, like a workplace like oh like a, a kinky thing where it's like oh like we're in our restaurant or like oh we're doing like you know yeah it's, which i don't understand to begin with because like did they like leave one of the car the door opens or like i don't know but it's like what's the draw of like in the car in the parking lot like do like, it in like the, the employee bathroom or like also, in a walk-in or something be like scandalous about it yeah make it fun well they were like trying not to get fired i guess but well, that clearly went well. <laughs> yeah, either way. Like, so, I'm told. so we have another one. Uh, I'm just going to start reading it, I guess. So a guy came into the wine venue that I work at on a first date with this girl. Um, he looked like a humble Midwestern boy who clearly like had put on his finest suit for this date and really wanted to impress the girl he was with. He ordered wine for the both of them and didn't let the girl speak. It's not uncommon on first dates. Uh, they really wanted, he really wanted to assert some dominance. I brought the wine over in the correct Bordeaux glass. And when I dropped off the wine, he laughed at me and said, those are white wine glasses. Can we please get them in a red wine glasses? <laughs> There's a dramatic pause here. I was having a chill night. So I just decided to follow orders and let him feel important. We get to see some wild things on first dates. So let me just tell you something. Okay. When it comes, when, when it comes to wine snaps, I worked with, uh, a lot of wine snobs. It's and different if you're working in the industry. Like you are a wine snob because you know what I you're am, talking I, about. I am a wine snob. Like yeah. I have had dumb amount of training. Like not yeah. nothing like. And a smart person who's like going a, to a restaurant is gonna trust their server. Like yeah, I'm like a master smile. Hey, but unless you're like a at like a restaurant that's not really known for wine, but this is a, literally a wine bar. <laughs> there's so many different forms of wine glasses i mean you have like your ap glasses which is just like your normal like just at like a normal bar like that's probably gonna be like if they put wine it's gonna be all in the same glass and you have like your heavy bordeaux glasses which are like your cabernets like your french bordeaux like your bigger heavier tannic wine and then yeah. you have um like a burgundy type glass and then you would usually see like a pinot noir like american pinot noir like a french pinot noir and it really depends um on how aromatic the wine is and how like i mean and some of these wines could be i mean they could even transfer depending on if you're dealing with like a really heavy pinot you might want to change it into something a different glass or you know yeah, and then you have like your like tulip you style glasses yeah. you have like tulip style glasses for like heavy white burgundy <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to get like a nerd on the on glasses because honestly like we're, we're also we're preaching to the choir everyone that listens knows i know what but, you're talking about we're but it's not so frustrating when <laughs> you just went on a tangent but i've had people do that where they're like this is the wrong glass and i'm like whatever you want we'll put it i'm like whatever glass you want it to be in you're more than welcome to like there's not a problem with that um it's just down to preference like sometimes as time went on with um 
my career, I would just sometimes I'd be like, do you have a preference on glass? Especially if it's a more expensive wine, because some people had different preferences. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ultimately that's what it comes down to is like what the guest, whatever makes the guest feel special or happy if they're trying to impress somebody on a first date or if it's a business meeting or if it's just something casual with their significant other that they've been with for 60 years, like whatever they want to do to spice it up. And if it's fucking drinking out of a different glassware, then like, so be it. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. Different strokes, different folks. I mean, that's all I have to say. Sounds like these people at Applebee's were stroking a little too much. <laughs> God. Sorry not to bring it back, but, um, yeah, I mean, I just feel like you should trust your server. And obviously as servers, we know that people generally, there's some people that just don't like to do that. Like they want to be right, especially first dates. First dates are like, either really funny to watch really heartening to watch or it's like a fucking failure yeah or it's like do i need to like call someone like it's one of the three i have had that happen i have Mm. had to call someone that's why they have the angel sign at bars like you put up what what do you do like you order a drink a shot what is it called can i have an angel shot yeah is that it i think so I have no idea. If someone said that, I probably wouldn't know what they're talking I don't about. See, see, I don't see these signs when I walk into the bathroom <laughs> that you see. Yeah. Um, and I also, I've just, I mean, I feel like that's become a newer thing. Like, ever, when I was bartending, I really didn't see any of that. But No, yeah. Um, just over this past, like, four or five years, I feel like that's become, like, a really big thing. And, it, I mean, that's a good thing to have, for sure. Yeah. Especially with all the creepy shit that goes on now. Well, and since COVID, people are more like particular with their time. They're more particular with like who they're going out on dates with. And I think they're just smarter. Like I, I feel like very strongly that like a lot of women have kind of figured out how to see the signs before they happen. And if if it's too late, like that, I mean, I'm sure that happens a ton still too. But yeah, I've definitely noticed like since covid i don't see as many bad first dates as i used to for sure i mean yeah it might just be because i'm not maybe i'm just stupid now i just like forgot what how to look at (laughs) look at situations but i just i think i've just gotten to oblivious yeah i don't know when it came towards the end i was i was just on autopilot working all the time i felt like like Mm -hmm. i would go through a whole shift and completely forget it Oh, yeah, that still happens to me sometimes. Sometimes, because, you know, I had a couple drinks, but sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking on the job. No, it's funny. There are some days where you, like, go into work and you're like, I'm going to have a terrible day. And then, like, your first table comes and all of a sudden you're in a great mood. And, like, have you ever had that shift where you're just, like, on your A game and you're like, damn, I'm good at this? Like, Yeah, usually I get worse tips that way. Really? When you like work when I harder? Was like a, I've noticed that my tips get way better if I'm in a better mood. When I was bitchier, when I'm in a bad mood, I get bad. bad no, when tips. I was a bitch, I'd get crazy what? tips. I don't know if they were like this dude's having a bad day or something. I don't know. No, if I maybe it's like a gender thing too. Maybe if they if a woman is kind of rude or, or I, I mean, mean I was, I've never been rude, but if I was still on top like, of my service. Uh, granted, yeah. but like I just was like sure, like I didn't have time. I was just like I don't I don't want to do this today. See, I feel like people notice if I'm like that, so I have to force it because I don't want to be like that. And then I would get a tip and then I get another tip and another tip. And I was like, (laughs) fuck you guys for making me feel guilty for being in a bad mood because you're tipping me so well. that (laughs) I'm like, I have to go fucking be nice to these people. Thank you. And then the instant I'm nice, you're like 12%. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck? Or what about if like you're in a bad mood and then they, like I've had it where they bring up the, like they bring me the tip 
because I they they pay and everything, and then they decide to tip in That's cash. So and they, bad. especially if it's an older couple or an older group, they will come and find me to give me the cash. Like, want to make sure you sure got this. It, yeah. And it's sometimes it's like obscenely high, and you're like, you don't know how to act. Like, I did like, not deserve that. They, Take this back. Well, even if you do deserve it, it's like, what do you say? Like, thank you. Like, am I supposed to cry and be like, oh my god, I'm like, I I needed that to pay my internet bill this month. Like, I just, I hate it. Just leave the money. I will get it. If the buster wants to steal it, let him have it. Yeah, right. that's what, like, if <laughs> some random person walks by the table on their way out and takes it, like, well, <laughs> so be it. I'm not stopping nobody. Yeah. Speaking of stopping people at Dine and Dash. Have you done that? Or have I ever, why are you looking at me like that? I, yeah, I have. I did once. I've, I've I had my, tr- I got in big trouble for it. Well, I've had man. I, I tell my manager, and I've had managers run after people that die well, like and then they try to pretend like, "Oh, I thought he put his card down." Well, these people were like halfway down the block. I and I'm, I'm lazy, so like I I like ran up to the door, but I was like, I'm not good doing anything more than this. I will yell at them. I will not like what do you chase after them? It's not Grand Theft Auto. No, and then they were like, "Well, your table left. Like you need to pay for their tab." I was like. Bro, I will they, walk. I've out. never worked at a place that would make me pay for someone's tap. It happened once, and I was, I think, in I'm not security for the restaurant. I do not see when they get up and leave. Like, I'm, what, yeah, what do you want me to do? You tell me not to do anything, but then you tell me to be responsible. Like, and then, and then you're like, okay, now you have to pay for it. Like, if I'm paying it's for like it, it's like a multi million dollar corporation. I'm like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I was like, no, 19 at the time. I, I kid you not, if I worked, like, thankfully, I've had very, very good restaurant companies I've worked for that have looked out for their staff and would never do that to someone. But if I worked somewhere, which I don't think I would in the first place, I think I would just not accept the job or I would quit if I found out that was their practice. But if I worked somewhere that made you pay, if someone dined and dashed, I would, you could bet your ass that I would be chasing people down the block. Well, the thing is, I is would, I would get a taser. I would in Minnesota, get it's illegal for you to chase a no, to, to make like a server pay the tab. It's really? illegal. Ooh, Minnesota might be the best state to be a server in because you get better. You get paid like paid. fucking fifteen dollars an when hour. When I served there over it's the amazing. summer in college, after I was a freshman or something, I made such good money. Oh my it's god, ridiculous. Maybe better than I I do in Chicago as a server. I mean, it's just you have to deal with winners. A lot of pickles and beers and olives and beers and. I worked oh my for, god! I forgot people you always the, would ask for olives and beers. Yeah, and then I worked the Lady Annabellum free concert that Hormel put on. It's not Lady Annabellum anymore, though. It's just, it was Annabellum, yeah. It, what no, is now it it's now? Annabellum. It's just I think it's no, it's Lady A. It's just Lady A. Because Annabellum yeah. was the word that they couldn't use. Yeah. yeah. No, but they had a free concert, and I wanted to go so bad. And because I had the serving job over that summer, I had to I had to work. And I was I had never bartended in my life. This was my crash course in bartending because it was so busy that I had to get behind the bar and make my own drinks or help make the bar, the bartenders make drinks. Cause we had like four servers and two bartenders, which was stupid, but whatever. Mm. I made so much money. Let's not get on the topic of scheduling. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I was, it was like, it, that is a perfect staff. Like that restaurant only has, I think four or five servers on the staff and then like maybe three or four bartenders. So t- different people can close different days, yeah. but that works on a regular weekend or on a regular weekday. But they just did not have enough of us. Like all of us were working that night, I'm pretty sure, except for like the older servers that had been there for a long time. They okay, took the no. night off to go to the show. Yeah, can't blame them though. They deserve. I miss it. that place. We had spam men- a spam menu. Yeah, no, I don't like that. Do you know what place I worked at in Austin? Mm-mm, no, sure don't. I'll, I'll, maybe we can interview them one day. 
That's a great place. If any of you are from Austin, you probably know where I worked, but it's a great spot. All right, let's move on to our main topic for today. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an account that I follow on TikTok that I I don't remember how I saw this. I don't know if I just like came across it and thought this is a great fucking TikTok. It's hilarious or what it was, um, but it's called Industry Things That Would Send Non-Servers Into a Coma, and the account is at Joslan Barlow. Hey, that was a nice attempt. I give you that. Maybe it's Joyce Lane Barlow. Joyce Lane. Joc- Jocelyn. Jocelyn there Barlow. There you go. Third time's the <laughs> charm. That's, I, just sound it out, baby. Just sound it out. One, had a long day. One letter at a depressed. time. I had the red eye yesterday. I <laughs> sound it out. Can you slap me? <laughs> <laughs> I just, it's like, I was. Trying, I looked at you. You're getting bored over there. Just I was just like, she's sounding it out. I, I'm the one who can't read. I know. I'm the reader. It's just embarrassing when I do that. Um, okay. Uh, this is gonna- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. This is not a game. It's just our main topic for today. So nobody get too excited. No we game. have another game for you later. Oh, God. <laughs> we have another game. They oh, it's really end. good. Oh, wait. No, we don't. This is our game. Okay. So Kennedy's not also... <laughs> Can she not read? And she has to sound out her words. But no, we have a game. We have a. She's game. a liar as well. No, we have a game. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, she's making it up now. Jake, shut up. Okay, we're gonna start over. She's gonna guess Industry like, things. later. She's gonna gaslight all of you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Industry things that would send non-servers into a coma. <clears throat> Number one. Wow. Not getting breaks. Push it out. Jake, not getting breaks. <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck up break. I, well, this would work better if you had the this like these notes as well. I'm really upset that we don't today, but it's fine. Okay, not getting breaks. No allocated breaks. Only smokers get breaks. You might get a few minutes to go sit for a little bit if it's slow or eat quickly in the back. If you work at any other job and you don't have a lunch break or a, a break to it's just obscene. sit down. Yeah. Also, I pretended like I was a smoker for a bit there because Wait, really? I was pissed off. These people kept getting breaks and I wasn't. <laughs> So I was like, I'm going to go out and smoke. And they're like, Jake, you don't smoke. I'm like, I picked it up. <laughs> well, I feel like at the places I've worked, I have even, I-, I work with a lot of smokers, but I don't think they've ever in the middle of a dinner ship said, I need to go. Oh, I had people all the time. In Not the middle of like a rush. Back, like, I love you guys. You, you're my little smoker fam out there, but. In the middle of a rush. Yeah. They'd be like, can you watch my section? I'm like, bitch, you got like seven tables. And I'm, I- so we're rewarding people for smoking now. And, I, and-, and I'd be like, yeah, of course. I never did any. I never checked. Why is that section. a thing? I was like, good luck. Like, and they were like, oh, thank you so much. I was like, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I didn't do anything. God. Okay. The next one. Never eating despite being around food all day. You get so busy that you forget to eat. Might drink water or chug a Red Bull in the back or have like a little bite of something. That's really true. I would get so dehydrated working long shifts, like yeah. doubles, like open closes. I literally would... I would be like 10 hours in. I'd be like, I haven't had a sip of water. Yeah. Every office job I've ever had, like I eat the entire time because I'm bored and I'm sitting and I'm staring at a screen. Probably why I've gained weight. I'm getting Because you're in an office job now? Thick. But yeah, and especially if you work at a nice restaurant, there's no, like you can't just order what yeah, the Yeah, their shit's expensive. They're like, you can't touch <laughs> yeah. this. You can't afford it. No. And I'm like, what? This one, and then you're looking at this piece, and you're like, "Oh, this piece hasn't been touched on somebody's plate." And you're like, "Do I risk getting herpes?" Yeah, I don't know what these people have. Oh my gosh, yeah. No, I had actually a conversation with um my boyfriend. His I had dinner with his parents last week, and they asked us. They're like, 
do people still like eat leftovers in the back of a restaurant like if you have like a like a big group or anything like will you go back and eat them and i was like what yeah no i mean it's i've seen it yeah and like like a family style if it's family style like a private event I've seen it. People will I don't run do it. up those stairs, <laughs> be like, I, like the private party leaves, and like, is there any food left? They're like, is there anything left? And it's if like, it's like a buffet, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, and my yeah. fat ass all over it every single time. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. But yeah, I'll pack it up to go. Like if I'm serving, I'll pack it up to go. Like but eating isn't a thing. Like people for think other for eat. the for the people that are there. But. And there, I mean, some places there was breaks, but it was like do you want to take a break? And it would be like short and you, yeah. and you still have five fucking tables and you're like, well, you have to transfer all of them just for your 30 minute break. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not worth my time. That's like no, probably like, at the time, like 50, doubles, 60 bucks. Yeah. And I was like, like, no, I would just rather keep my table. And I'm like, why do you guys just keep seating? Me? No. And then if you have a double and you don't, and you do take a break, then you come back to a shitty section because you're starting later. Well, that and like and- the nice sections are like starting at three or four because you have to get there for the first groups that come in that want the nicer sections. Well, and so you like you're your screwed. Momentum. You're tired you do. after you then take you're that like, break. You're yeah. Like, or you go to a bar done. next door, you have one shot and you're like, I'm exhausted now. You're like, like I don't want to work works. anymore. Yeah. So you just push through it. Or you go and you eat too much. Maybe that's why people don't eat. Cause you have more energy. If you just power starve. Through. Yeah. Cause you're burning on like, what is it? Like air fuel. I mean, it's true though. I don't know. Um, all right. The next one, things that would put, non-servers into a coma having large parties at your tables they get up and move around and you don't know who was in what seat when they want separate tabs when they say i'll pay for that guy this couple is together just do it on the just suit on one tab venmo is what i said at the end yeah no i would literally be like sorry our system can't handle multiple transactions yeah it's a company pause i was like we haven't updated our pos in a long time like (laughs) you're gonna overwhelm it and then i don't know what to do so can you guys just like figure it out well it's funny when i was a young server like 18 i would do i would do any split that anyone wanted Mm -hmm. i'm trying to you do the same thing like you're just young and dumb and you're like yeah whatever you want yeah you wanted 26 ways oh i'll tell you what i had a 32 no they don't even do it even i had a 32 top that was they will Okay, they were ahead. paired and yeah let me this was specific i had a 32 top uh it was like this girl's like 22nd birthday and it was oh all these young ladies and some people were like i'm with her i'm with him blah 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 like i'm with this and they were like paired up and all singular and then i was like okay like easy enough and then they were like we would all like to split all of them all 31 of them that were all paired and separated we would all like to split uh, the birthday girls um, between all of us. And I was like, do you know how hard that is? Yeah. To split three items for this bitch 31 ways. God. I was like, okay. Well, that's why I said like Venmo, especially today. I think that's also because I don't think Venmo was that big of a thing no, that, when I was 18. Back then. I don't remember it being a big thing. But um, now they have apps that you can split tabs on the app. You can take a picture of the receipt that, and it will split it for you. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. But I remember when I was 18, like if I had, especially if it was like adults, like when you're 18, like everyone's an adult to you. But if it was older people, I'd be like, yeah, just can you write down what everyone had and like on, on this piece of paper I'm giving you and then I'll, I'll go, I'll go do it. Takes you like 10 minutes, especially on an older POS system. Ugh. Oh, hell no. And t- like with Toast and like the newer ones today, like it's a lot easier. A lot easier. So, so much easier. and everything, as long as they're in the same spot. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, still, it's just annoying. Still and I feel like you get like a lesser tip because it's 
It takes so much time. One guy plays cash. So long, and I'm like, yeah. (sighs) What? Wait. What if someone gives you like a hundred in cash, and then they like put the rest, um, put seventy on this card, a hundred on that card, and then sixty on this card, and then they they don't tip you on the cash portion. You get stiffed on the cash. Gift cards, same fucking situation. It's so annoying. Like, yeah, we'll do the gift cards, and then the rest on the card, and then they only tip you on. It's like six hundred dollars in gift cards, and their bill was like seven hundred. They circle twenty percent at seven dollars. Yeah, and I was like, thank you so much. I can feed my chicken. I just now. lost 30 bucks. I can feed my pet chicken and raccoon. No. Free weeds from the side of the road. I just look at the buzzers like, hey, you're paying for my dinner. <laughs> just kidding. Um, okay. The next one is weekend doubles where you go brunch to lunch to dinner to nightlife. So that's like four. Yeah. I used to work 16, 17, 18 hours, right? In one day. Yeah. That's insane. Um, I've done that when I've opened restaurants because there's, I mean, you have to, but like I've never... I remember, yeah, I worked. It was actually my last shift. At, I mean, and I, I'm not saying like I w- like I did this voluntarily back then, like because I I was obsessed with working and making money. Oh yeah, um, when you first start, you're like, this is amazing. I want to work every day. My last day, my restaurant cl- opens at six thirty in the morning. I think I had to be there six thirty. I think they open at seven. Um, and I'd work breakfast into brunch to lunch straight through and then around three thirty four, like we transitioned but i was a closer and i still had a full section so like do, do you want to take a break because you're you for some reason picked this buck-ass shift up and i was like no i'll stay on ended up i was stacking the chairs at the end of the shift around like 1 one thirty, maybe 2 in the morning because we would close depending on like vo- i mean like volume so like yeah. we mean like sometimes we close at ten thirty, but like this time we were busy for some weird reason. On a su- <laughs> I, I remember it was on a Sunday. Um, and we had a huge rush. And my last table didn't leave until midnight. And then I had to do my closing side work. So I didn't get out until like one thirty-two in the morning. So it was oh literally God. working. Because I would get there around 6.15 a.m. I didn't leave until 2 in the morning. Damn. So it was like almost a 24-hour shift. And when that's done, you're like... Oh. I slept for like two days. Yeah, it takes so much out of you. All right, the next one, large walk-in tables. When they have the audacity to complain that there's a wait or that they can't be seated when they walk in with like 15, 20 people. Like in what world? In what, <laughs> like I just want to know, like in what fucking world does your brain work that you're like, yeah, this seems fine. Like, yeah. also like open your fucking eyes, dude. Like, Dave, can you not see like the restaurant's completely packed and they'll be like, well, that section over there, it's completely empty. I'm like, yeah, because nobody's fucking in it. You go, so you go over there and you sit and you're just going to sit there. No one's going to Nothing's going to happen. You're, yeah. you're going to be up there at the POS ordering your own fucking drinks is what's going to end up happening. Yeah. It's like, go to the bar. That's yeah, what I'm I always like, say. What? Go to the bar. And I'm like, and they're like, yeah, it's 36 of us. It's my daughter's 18th birthday. Like, do you hate your child that you didn't even have the audacity of booking a reservation for their 18th birthday? I just want to know. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Because it looks like you have like 20. So I understand if you're going to be forgetful about that, but yeah, come on. I know. And then they get mad at you. And I'm like, this is your problem, not my problem. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then they're like, we won't be returning to this establishment. I'm like, please don't. And all 36 of you, please don't come in. We won't like, be returning. To- yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Bye. Like, we don't have space for you anyways. <laughs> we're busy. Yeah, we're, we're bugs. And then they're like, can we have um, 36 separate tabs, please? <laughs> they 
<laughs> they order like fried pickles and like one beer a person. They're like, all right, we're going to leave. The worst is when you, when you do it and then you think you have everything split correctly and you like pay everything out and you have like one person left and you go to pay it. And then you look at the thing and there's like three items that have not been accounted for. Oh, no. And you're like, Oh, Oh, I hate that. And then you're like, where and I'm I like, what do I do with this? I'm like, can you guys, I'm like, these are comps. I didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going like, back through all that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hell no. Um, okay. <laughs> I like this one. Uh, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, tablet noises. Like when it goes off. Noxious. <laughs> this also kind of coincides with like a ticket noise. Like if you're a bartender, like the... It's like the fucking Morse code of like hell. Uh, you will never forget. I, I still hear that noise. Oh, dreams. yeah. I'm not even a bartender anymore and I still hear the bartender, it. The thing is the bartender one is different because it's a different paper than the one in the kitchen. And I know the noise is so distinguished. Oh, yeah. They're very different. You can, you do, so um, well. can you do an impression of them right now? God, what do I look like? A robot? No. <laughs> i can't i'm just like i'm Please. thinking through my head like how would i do this and i'm like i can't do it yeah well damn um all right the next one is having someone call in sick <laughs> that, front, I mean, of, front of house always gets fucked kitchen not as bad is what i wrote from her tiktok <laughs> what do you mean like if you're okay so say you're working on a shift and there's a perfect amount of servers scheduled for that shift Somebody either comes in and gets sick and has to go home or someone calls in sick and then you're short staffed automatically. Yep. Period. That's it. That's how it goes. It's just like, and then you always have a terrible night. Like, it's just like, you just, you think that like you could handle more tables than what you normally get in a section and then you get more tables and you're like, dude. And I'm so fucking pissed. I'm like, who's decided on doing this? Like, are you really sick? I want to see your doctor's note. Like, like, I turn into like the manager. I'm like, I was always the one. Prove it. I would call out sick. I know you're. you're I was like, have you ever experienced someone else calling in sick when you're working? Yeah. Well, what what I found. Is that where you learned it? (laughs) What I found even more annoying wasn't necessarily people calling off sick and me having to work harder because I would make more money. What I had a problem with was when people would get called in and we didn't fucking need them. Oh, and then you and then we would slow. all fucking sit around yeah. staring at each other with oh. our like two and a half table sections. And I was like, what are we doing here? I'm like, you need to leave. Like go home. Like you're cut. Like you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't we don't need you. That's the worst. And then you're like you're kind of pissed off the rest of the night because you're like, I'm not going to make as I'm much money. I'm not working. Like, I'm not being efficient. Yeah. This is a waste of my time. Like, I, I would have taken the cut. Sometimes at this it's not point. even about the money either. It's just like, I'm bored. Like, I want I to want to do more. something. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the biggest thing is I was just like, and time's just dragging on. Like, well, there are some servers that treat it like, I mean, everyone t- usually treats it like a craft, but the, I know some servers that just enjoy having two or three tables where they can really focus on like telling all the stories and telling all, doing all of the, um, you know, stuff about all the menu items and all that. And they would prefer to do that than be like swamped and have too many tables and make more money. Yeah. I want to move. I want to hustle. I want to, the thing is with that is like, you're investing so many, so much time to like such few tables. Like your like chance of getting fucked is just like immensely higher. Also, there's a rule that I've always lived by a majority of the time, unless it's, unless told otherwise the restaurant, like the dinner, like the meal, like the table. I am not the priority. I'm not the center of attention. Like yeah. it's their dinner. 
It's their time to get together with people they haven't seen in a long time. Now, if it's a couple that's been together for 50 years, they're looking to spice things up, give them a little bit of energy, a little bit of attention, talk to them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but other smiling. than that, like, yeah, you know, like when people, I feel like, I mean, not to bash on it, but depending on the circumstances, like if, if people clearly do not want you at the table and you're there for so long, like you're kind of making it about yourself. Yeah. And that's not like, the whole point of the dinner so yeah i mean a lot of times people are there for a reason especially depending on where you work like if you work at i mean really actually i don't know any restaurant i mean obviously if it's like more of like a sports bar like people aren't really there to be wowed by the server they're where they're there for quick service smart service and they want to get drunk and eat cheese curds but like if you're at um a fancier restaurant or like a fine dining michelin star whatever it is they want more attention they want they want all of that and then, but there's also sometimes that it's like a business dinner and they, they want to talk and have private time. They don't really want you to give them the whole, like to get the whole spiel. Yep. But then it's like, where's the line? How do you know? What do you do? Unless they tell you beforehand. But and I feel like that's something that non restaurant people would not They don't know. They would have a coma. They would go into a coma. Assessing a table and how very Within 20 seconds. Within, yeah. With, before, sometimes even before you walk up to them because they give you that side eye. Assessing assessing the situation before and and adjusting your personality and service everything accordingly yeah. within like a you know thirty second window and that's like something else where I'm sure you've dealt with this too. I think I gave you this pointer when you were applying for different jobs outside of serving. But when you go to a job interview after you've had serving experience, like the best way to use your serving experience or any industry experience to your benefit is to say. You can think on your feet. You can assess someone within 20 seconds. You know how to, um, you're a good people person because you know how to interact with them just based on a few minutes of talking to them. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what they want to hear. You know exactly how they want to be spoken to. You know if they like eye contact or if they don't. Like, you figure it out right away. Yeah. And that's the best thing to say in an interview, too, because industry workers are some of the best people at reading. They're empaths. They're little they chameleons. Like, exactly. Just, you're a chameleon. I am a little chameleon. <laughs> Slytherin snake. Ew. <laughs> snake. All right, what's next? Uh, all right, the last one is having to tip out even on people that don't tip. If you leave zero, we still have to pay out support staff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just because you didn't tip doesn't mean people don't have to get paid. Exactly. And then you're going to get those people in the comments like, well, you should pay your employees a livable wage. Well, that that's hasn't not, happened yet. I'm like, so. <laughs> have you, did, would you, did you just get born in America yesterday? Like, clearly we yeah. have other issues. Well, like, the thing is, is like, because, especially compared to other countries, like, people can say whatever they want about America, but we have such a big job market where there's so much variety that it's really hard to find good servers. And, and it's also, really good, hard to find good anybody at any job because there's so much, there's so many choices. And I'm like, for those people who say that, I could, I guarantee these people have not left the country no. and gone to restaurants in France or Italy, like, or, you know, like London, like the way service is there, it's very different. Yeah. And you know, like those expectations of being point. treated like, like here is this, here is that. Yeah. The only places that do like the whole like spiel and where like they describe places are really nice places. And it's usually because they get a lot of Americans that come in. Yeah. That's why they do it because they know they're going to get like a, a regular tip. And that's, and that, that's the thing. Like, like the reason that America's restaurant industry is so insane and so competitive and so amazing 
is because of these incentives mm-hmm. um, for not only restaurants, but for like serving staff. Like some people are really, really good at their job and yeah. like, and it shows for it and they're paid, you know, accordingly depending on that. Um, and you wouldn't have those experiences because I guarantee no restaurant working with, with the volume uh, like the high volume of money that they like move with and those low profit margins, yeah. they wouldn't be around no. unless you want to pay more money for shit. Like it all, like either way, it's all going to even out. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's just a very obscure thing that people find so complicated. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just funny, like picturing anyone who hasn't worked a serving job in a serving job. Like I've even had friends, I love my friends, but some of them like think that it would be really easy to just to jump in and become a server and they don't need any experience, but you do. Some like, people just don't have the personality. Like you just no, are not equipped to do it. The thing that like I understand is like I, these friends that a lot of them that have, that have kind of like insinuated that it's an easy job would be really good at it just because they're good people, persons, persons, peoples, whatever you say. <laughs> I don't even know. But they would be really good at it, but it's like have some respect like it is kind of a tough job especially if you don't you haven't been doing it for a long time just because you have to it's not just about talking to people and getting to know them within 20 seconds it's also like being able to multitask multiple things at one time and knowing how like the POSs work knowing how um how to interact with kitchen management buses food liquor knowledge like all of these oh things yeah memorizing years mm-hmm. like it's not like I just fucking like jumped out of a manhole and was like, let me go serve today. Like there was a lot that went into it. And a lot of people are like really highly trained. Um, and that's also, I mean, that's a segue into, you know, just like people being like, when are you going to get a real job? Like the egotistical side of like, you know, like people being like, Oh, I have a desk job. Like blah, blah, like you work in a restaurant Mm -hmm. and not realizing how much fucking work and experience and time and knowledge and sacrifices that actually go into that. It's yeah. just, it's the same as every other job. It's just often scanned over because people just think of you as a service worker, as sometimes as like a second class citizen oh, because definitely. you're waiting on somebody, you're serving someone. Yeah. Um, and so I rude. think that just extends back to people, you know, sometimes feeling like they're privileged and that they deserve to be having well, other people wait on them. And, and it's not necessarily that way. Honestly, it extends to every industry too. Cause remember I said, I talked to people who like work in other industries that are like, we get the same shit. It's just yeah. a different like flavor. Yeah. It's shit. literally, it's a different seasoning on the chicken. <laughs> it's just a different, like, you know, sometimes you want a dry rub, you want pepper, buffalo, sometimes it's Cajun. barbecue, you want fucking Korean. <laughs> it's like bubble barbecue. gum shrimp, coconut shrimp, yeah, boiled shrimp. It's all varies. And like, yeah, it's just people like thinking that this is your job and this is how you're supposed to do it. And I shouldn't have to be responsible for my actions because you put yourself in this position and I did not. These same people that shit on retail restaurant worker in any kind of service industry, like hairstyle, anything, they couldn't live without us. Yeah, we we are. If there's a food pyramid for industries in the world, food service industries is probably at the top. Maybe it's bread. It's maybe some people can't fucking cook for themselves. Like they have the audacity of like they can't cook, and then they have something to say. Like bitch, go starve at home. Yep. Or if you're like, if you're bored, if you don't have a ton of friends, and you just like want to go and sit somewhere and be around people and like not be bothered, like you can go sit in a restaurant or a cafe or a coffee shop or whatever the fuck you want. But you still like. It's just everyone needs it. 
Even if you're going to a drive-thru. Don't take these things for granted. Even pizza delivery, like any of it is just the same. They're all service workers. And like, they don't, you don't realize how big of a part that it actually plays in a, like people's mental health, like, like entertainment. There's just like a lot of aspects that people like clearly oversight because they take it, take advantage of it when, I mean, these are things like now people realize during COVID when it was taken away how much they actually liked it and appreciated it and like needed these things to like, I don't know, be mentally healthy, you know, not sitting at home dwelling on their stuff. Yep. But yeah, that's, that's my little tidbit on that. I could rant about that for the whole night. You know what? We got a whole podcast. We got like 120 episodes left. What? I'm just kidding. We have unlimited episodes left. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I'm like, actually, in about two years, I'm going to be done, but... <laughs> okay, let's chill out. Um, <laughs> okay, so we have our game of the night ready to go. Um, this game is called Michigan Stars. It's a game where we uh, basically describe the shittiest restaurant ideas in the world. And I have the list, so I'm just going to read them and let you react. Is that okay? Okay, okay, okay. All right, our first Michigan star is the streaming restaurant. You walk into the restaurant, you sit down alone with big plates of food in front of three monitors. That's right. It's a restaurant where you pretend you're streaming, streaming a mukbang on Twitch. As part of the restaurant experience, you have to read Twitch donations and read chat while eating your food. <laughs> I would do this. <laughs> the chat will be AI generated with GPT-3 and it'll yell at you and tell you that your stream is bad. <laughs> yeah, this would be definitely on my bucket list. <laughs> this is something I would do. Wait, remember the other day when I was, or the other episode, like the other day, um, when I mentioned like AI affecting serving, like yeah. what if you had a server that was AI? Like this is the same thing. I would love it. How I would you have I a server in this situation? This. I mean, I wouldn't do this like... Big plates of food, you have to do a mukbang. Yeah, I would But you do don't it. get any money from streaming. It's just like you get to experience it. Yeah, I would do it just once. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's not a Michigan sorry. It might be a good idea. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not for everybody. Let's just say that. I don't think, but yeah, I would do it once. If I felt very comfortable and I didn't have a lot of people watching me, yeah, I would do it. Well, okay, yeah, I guess it is going to be AI generated people watching. I just got so funny. All right, the next one. The newest health craze. In the future, all foodborne illnesses will be cured. Salmonella, E. coli, these diseases will not pose a deadly threat like they once did in the 2020s. <laughs> However, hmm. someone, some moron, is going to think that salmonella is actually healthy for you and start promoting it as the newest health craze. <laughs> Tabloids will write clickbaity articles about how people in the 2020s were healthier because they got salmonella every now and then. And talk about salmonella like it's a nutritional miracle food and how we need to go back to the basics of the 2020s. Think of it like the paleo diet craze, but with foodborne illnesses. To capitalize on this trend, there will be dozens of new poke restaurants, but instead of fish, it's just a bowl a bowl of raw chicken. Oh my god. <laughs> At like, that point, just order like a fucking worm. Like what is like uh, yeah, a like tapeworm. a tapeworm, yeah. Unlike actual poke places, they do not sell salmon. So you're just like dying. Just raw chicken. At that point, just go to the grocery store and open the raw chicken in the in the section of raw chicken. I just feel that. like there would be so many lawsuits that place would be closed it's so fucking fast. I know, but people are like, but but Seventeen Magazine said that this is the paleo diet of 2082. Yeah, no. Next, that one's horrible. I give that, like, what am I supposed to star it? No, you just say no. 
That's a no. I feel like this would happen when we're like grandparent age and our kids or grand our grandkids would be like, Oh, I'm going to this new restaurant called Salmonella. I'm like, yeah, that's like, a terrible name for a restaurant. Eat it. <laughs> Watch my grandkids like eat it. I'm like, end the line now with you. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Like I was bad, but you guys are worse. We gotta stop now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number three, crypto food. Crypto food. I honestly don't know what this is supposed to be, but it seems likely anyway. What? There's no other. That's it. And maybe it's like Bitcoin. Like we don't know what it is. Like but you it seems eat like fake food. Just like you invest. Never mind. <laughs> you, you just buy pi- pictures of fake food. It's yeah. just like styrofoam. It's like an NFT <laughs> of food that you just buy. I want to buy the NFT burger. Yeah. And then you just look at it until you feel full. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah no that's gross that just seems like a way to scam people out of money seriously yeah um okay a food art market the year is 2050 scientists have figured out how to make all food non-perishable so that it all lasts forever this will lead to a food trading market where meals are traded for rarity like paintings here's what happens you go to gordon ramsay's restaurant and he serves you a steak dish since he made it with non-perishable ingredients it will last forever Instead of eating your steak, you take it home, wait for 30 years, and sell it on, sell it on the food market as a Gordon Ramsay original for $20,000. Many chefs will hate this new trend and quit the business altogether. A growing number of gourmet chefs will realize that since no one actually eats their food, they just save it so they can sell it later. Taste doesn't matter anymore. The chefs make dishes that are aesthetically pleasing, but basically inedible. And this spirals out of control to the point where gourmet chefs just become naturalist sculptures. Sculptors. Also, Banksy will make a meal that eats itself in protest. <laughs> it's like NFT, what you just said. It's a lot to follow. I'm not going to lie. I got lost. I'm sorry. My ADHD whooped my ass. It's um, basically like NFT food. You already said that with the Bitcoin thing. Yeah. Just another scam. It's food that you save and you sell because it, it gathers more. Just like avocado or like the sto- it's more. It's, no, it's like the stock market. I'll tell you what. It's I like went Dogecoin. to a restaurant and they charged $29 for avocado toast. What the fuck are you putting in that avocado toast, truffles. bro? Truffles. No, there wasn't. There were no truffles. No. What was? What else? Like flaxseed oil. Like I don't know. That's like ten dollars. It was stupid. I don't know. For a whole I bottle. It was ghetto. I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Why what, am I what, here?" What, okay, what city were you in? Here in Chicago. In, Chicago? in River North. I was like twenty nine dollars. Tell me what it was later. What restaurant? I'll say it right now. SDK. I don't give a shit. Oh. 29 bucks. Bro, yeah, y'all ripping people off. <laughs> I came there, brunch? They came there brunch? for, yeah, for a restaurant week. I came in for brunch. And first of all, the restaurant week. Did you do, didn't you do nothing. the restaurant week? Yeah, it was nothing. First of all, my restaurant week, which was supposed to be $25, was $230 for two people. It was outlandish. Interesting. And it wasn't good. $29. I, I, it, it better the, pick up the fork itself and feed me. Yeah. And tastes amazing. None of the above. <laughs> Next. <God. laughs> oh my God. Um, also, I forgot to mention that this this is from a article on medium.com by Mike Benishan. So it's like a blog. So he's a really smart guy because these are pretty funny. Uh, okay. So the next one is the nine. The, <laughs> it's number nine. The four hour chef, a hibachi restaurant where your chef is from a cloning chamber at the back of the store. To preserve the uniqueness of your experience, the chef can only live for four hours before disintegrating. The Mm. real reason is because the restaurant's cloning technology is very unstable. 
A 70-year-old Tim Ferriss furiously sues for copyright infringement, causing the restaurant to reluctantly change its name to the three-hour chef, giving the clone chefs one hour less to live. What? I, yeah, Kennedy. Um, that sounds like a Black Mirror episode. I, I think these are gradually turning into Black Mirror episodes. Snapchat invents food that disappears 10 seconds after you look at it. I mean, most of my food disappears 10 <laughs> seconds after I look at it. Let's be honest. I'm afraid of the future. If these are our predictions. Oh, my goodness. Um, I don't know. There's all that coming up. Like, I guess we're done with Michigan stars. But all that reminds me of the movie The Menu. And we had one user request that Jake discusses his opinions on it. Have you seen it? I still it? haven't seen it. <gasps> Somebody has my request on it. Yeah. See, I've seen I feel like I've our, seen it. Our them. listener, Cece, requested. She did. Uh-huh. I feel like I've seen you can't talk about it unless you've seen it. Okay, it. actually, this will be funny. Jake, tell us what you think the menu is about and what it does, and then we're going to watch it, and then we'll do it next episode. So what I think it is about is a bunch of prestigious people, like the world's food connoisseurs, that go to like all the Michelin star restaurants in the world, and they go to the best dining experiences. They get invited, or they can sign up for this super exclusive, like rich people dining experience. Um, and then they go to this island and they eat this fancy dinner mm-hmm. and they like stay on the island and like do this crazy, I don't know, dinner experience that like lasts for like a long time Okay. to like specific, like probably like 20 course meal. And it's probably like one bite per course. And they're like, Oh my God, there's no food on the plate. Yeah. Basically type people. Um, and one guy, I feel like has fallen like it has a date like that is a girl that's in the service industry or like a hooker or something i don't know what she does um, oh i oh you're cheating because i told you a little bit no i've just today. seen the ads okay um and then basically like this is like the, everybody's last dinner <laughs> except for the one girl because everybody's gonna be like well he's gonna be like well i looked up your background and you're one of us so you get to live with us and then i feel like towards the end he's gonna like i told you all he's gonna no uh, no you didn't yes, I did. and then i, I feel like you. he's gonna make the girl join them and kill her boyfriend okay. am i wrong you are wrong okay well but close you're, enough you're pretty close yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think you literally just like remembered i think that's why cc asked you to watch it because she's like i want to know the thoughts on it so we actually started a patreon too we forgot to mention yeah the we did we started a patreon so we're gonna start making some bonus content and putting it on there i think we're gonna put everything that we like all of our reactions to watching things will be on the patreon we'll probably do like two bucks a month whatever yeah we haven't really figured that out Little yet bonuses yeah, we need to like pay for the wine that we consume every episode. True. True, true. All right. But yeah, right. so I Do you think... want to do our word? I think that's it, really. What, what were you going to say? Bitch, I got shit to do. I know. You gotta, Jake's got to run. I would love to keep chatting, but we can't. It's so weird. I got I to go to my, my night job. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you guys so much for listening. We're happy to have you. Tune in again next week. Um, I don't know. Happy. I honestly Sunday. want to know. Wait, we need to ask for more submissions. So I'm say, asking a question. Let me finish my fucking question. Oh, my God. It's Jeez. like being married. I hate you. God. What is everybody's go-to shot of choice? 
You want people to submit that? Submit what their favorite shot is. I want to hear, or like. I'll put it on an anonymous thing. Or craziest shot. Craziest shot. Okay. Or like weirdest shot. Any kind of shot, like just something that I can like. Also, will you guys message the Instagram? Message the Instagram and it's industry Sunday podcast on Instagram. Send us messages. We want to hear stories. If you're not comfortable sharing a story and you want to do it anonymously, send us a message and let us know and we will make like an anonymous Ask FM or something so yeah, we can get we, anonymous yeah. stories. And like if you want it to be an anonymous source, if you want to send us a story, you trust us too, but you don't want us to say your name, just say, can this be anonymous? And we will give you a fake name. Easy. Yeah, easy enough. Well, we need to hear from you. We got two great stories today. It's time for more. So... All right. Miss you guys. Bye, guys. We miss you already. Bye. Happy Industry Sunday. I want you guys all to chug a glass of Chardonnay this Industry Sunday. I People want you to black that, out. Kennedy. That's oh, not yeah. classy. Well, it's Industry Sunday, so nothing's classy. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>